fierce ladies, welcome to the Moms in Real Estate podcast, where we unleash our unapologetic power to share the raw truth of our journeys. Brace yourself for a dose of empowerment, education, and encouragement like never before. I'm Kristen, a relentless entrepreneur obsessed with connecting and uplifting fellow boss babes. In this podcast, we're all about getting down to business, conquering motherhood, nurturing relationships, and so much more. Get ready to dive into the nitty gritty, embrace the hustle, and unravel the secrets of success in the world of real estate. We're here to ignite your fire, equip you with the knowledge, and unleash your limitless potential. Tune in as we redefine what it means to be a true boss babe. Welcome everyone to the Moms in Real Estate podcast. Today we have the incredible Jasmine Patel with us, a devoted mother to two beautiful babies who hold her heart entirely. Jasmine is not only a seven-year realtor, but also holds an impressive 10-year background in commercial development and property management. Join us as we dive into her journey of achieving her own real estate goals and also embracing slowing down after giving birth to her twins. Get ready to be inspired by Jasmine's dedication and passion for both her family and her thriving real estate career. Hey girl, how are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. How are you feeling? Uh, trying to stay cold. Trying as, to, yeah. As much as possible. Yeah, so yeah. you guys were in Arizona in studio and it's like 150 degrees outside. <laughs> like Pretty much. Might pretty as well. much. Yeah. It's 122 yeah. in my car yesterday. That's like really hard. Yeah. Really hardcore. So if you're listening and you're not in Arizona, like good for you. <laughs> I tell everybody after I get off of a phone call, whether it's doctors or clients or anybody, I'm like, stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> That's like your new tagline. That's like my new tagline. Yeah. yeah. I love that. <laughs> All right. So you have been in real estate for a while now, seven years. You yes. have two twins, eight month old babies. babies. They're still babies. Yes. Um, tell us like what got you into real estate? So I have a family history of real estate and development, property management, and um, then I, when I was in college, I took the whole uh, pre-med route because, you know, I'm a daughter of an immigrant, and mm -hmm. daughters of immigrants become doctors or marry doctors, and uh, I did schooling for that. I, I have a master's in science, biomedical sciences, wow. and um, after that, I went to a job in uh, quality control at a pharmaceutical company in New Jersey where I lived mm -hmm. um, because I was burned out by then. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we're not doing med school. This is like mentally, we're not there, yeah. we're not doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I met my husband online and I we got married. I moved here two days after I got married. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Was um, it on Facebook? No, we had a uh, website. It was like a matrimony website for our temple. Okay. And, you know, we our, our values were the same, like our deep values, which is yeah. um, our religion and our spirituality. So yeah. that's were the basis of the relationship that we each wanted, and that's why we were on the website to begin with. Okay. Um, and so I moved here, and I'm like, what do I do here? Because there's not a lot of pharmaceutical companies in yeah. Arizona. Um, and I got a job at a nutraceutical company. I was a director of quality control there for a couple of years. And um, then I'm like, no, we need to not work for other people anymore. Yeah, <laughs> we, we need to not. 
Yes. So my husband was in corporate. He was some long IT title at uh, Liberty Mutual. Mm-hmm. And he was looking for a business and I was looking for a business and we came across, well, I, and I'm like, well, let me get my real estate license because I loved our home buying process. Mm-hmm. I love the agent that helped us mm-hmm. buy our home. She did a phenomenal job. Do a shout out to her. Uh, Parole Taylor. Yes. She's amazing. And she's like family, basically. Yeah. And um, she changed my opinion about real estate because you know when you're growing up in it and you see your parents doing things in a, in a certain way yeah you're kind of like oh I don't I don't want to do what they're doing yeah like there's um you know constantly moving parts and things going on and I was like I don't I don't see myself doing this ever yeah. I don't see myself being a business owner ever because as a kid you're like your parents are always busy and mm-hmm. they're not there for you mm-hmm. um and then our agent in New Jersey that my dad was friends with and loved to use, I wasn't a fan of his yeah. table manners. Okay. Let's just say, like, right? Like his bedside manners if yeah. you're a doctor or whatever. So I had a bad taste for real estate mm-hmm. before getting into you it. You associated being a real estate agent with him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so when we bought our home and Parole changed our entire, like, or my entire, like, mindset of, like, being an agent. And I'm like, wow, I would love to do this. Yeah. I love, you know, showing, like, I now I love showing homes to buyers. I love listing homes, mm-hmm. um, doing the staging portion. And just, you have aspects of, you know, you get to be your own boss. Yeah. You get to set your own schedule. And I love the marketing aspect of it because I've done marketing forever uh, as far as, like, my parents and stuff businesses and stuff goes um like back in the day I used to be the one that would set up their websites and stuff like that like way back when we had like dial up internet yeah if anyone isn't in real estate you have to understand when you get into real estate like you have to know how to market and it's like one of the most (coughs) important parts of any honestly like any business owner it's so important um I actually like I love that you brought up like you watched your parents and you didn't like what they were doing or how they were doing it and I do feel like there's so many moms that come on this show and their kids are like, I don't ever want to get into real estate. So whenever I have somebody on that, like their parents um, were real estate agents and then they became real estate agents. um, It's always like a surprise to me because of how many say they don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, And real estate is not a one size fits all and it can look so many different ways. And I think that you just kind of described a perfect example of that. Mm -hmm. So they were in the development and property management side. Yeah. And um, we, I, our family does own properties. However, I'm not in the management side of it. Yeah. So I'm more on the, you know, buy, sell list side. Eventually I want to get into commercial real estate because that's what our family does a lot of. Yeah. Uh, my husband does a lot of um, business flipping. Let's just call it that because he'll buy like a business that's not doing very well. And then, you know, change it cosmetically, change how they're doing business and increase the revenue and then sell it in a couple of years. So I find that to be so cool. <laughs> like so cool. I want to do that. Yeah. He should mentor me. Oh. <laughs> I, I tell him, I'm like, you know, you should just be a business consultant yeah. at this point because you'd be so good at it. Yeah. Um, well, that's definitely a great skill. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to what you said mm-hmm. a little bit ago, right? You're like, you felt like the path for you was already predetermined. You needed to be a doctor. Yes. (laughs) And I feel like, you know, when we have these core beliefs of what we're supposed to do, 
Um, how did you break out of that core belief? And then also like, what did it feel like when you got into real estate with like feeling like, okay, I'm supposed to do this. I went to school for this. And then knowing like, okay, I didn't like this other agent. Like this is now my new career. Was that hard for you? Absolutely. Yeah. And it kind of makes you feel like, like a, like you're like letting yourself down. You're Mm -hmm. letting down the people around you. Um, but I, I recently had the same conversation with somebody I know and they went to school for, um, I think it was law and now they're, you know, I'm like, just do something else. Mm-hmm. Like you have, and it's, it's crazy because in our, um, I guess in our age group mm-hmm. that, w- that we're in, it's very easy to pivot. And even like the, the folks younger than us, I yeah. mean, I'm a older millennial. Yeah, but even the fo- the Gen Z, I guess they change jobs like every six months. Yeah, and to us that's like blasphemy. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what? <laughs> you change your job every six months, but we need to take kind of a like a page out of their notebook and look at it as like you can pivot. You can like re, you know, reimagine your entire life, and it's just a matter of mindset. Hi, it's Barbara with Your Tax Coach, and we love helping entrepreneurs save money on their taxes. Here's a quick tax tip. Improvements to your property, whether it's your personal residence or an investment property, helps increase what's called your basis, and it will help you pay less in taxes when you sell the property. So don't forget to always improve your properties. For more info, follow us on Instagram at Your Tax Coach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com. It's so true. I actually somehow, I don't know where I got this from, but I told myself like, you will try as many things as you want until you figure out what you want to do. And I gave myself 10 years to do that. Literally. I was like, before I turned 30. Mm -hmm. And so I pivoted a ton. I would be like, I started a vending machine company. I ran it for two years. I had a 68 machine route and I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Like, I don't like it anymore. Sold Mm -hmm. that business. And then I went and got my health insurance license. Gosh, that was such a small moment. And it was the most <laughs> horrific <laughs> career path I could have cho- I hated that one. But I just like, there were so many different things I tried. And the minute I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to be working for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to like what I do. Mm-hmm. And somehow I fell into real estate. Honestly, like, I think about that all the time. I didn't plan it. It just like kind of happened. And I was like, okay, I love this. Mm-hmm. But I think that you're so right with we should take a page out of their book and be like, it's okay to like pivot and redefine ourselves and rebuild. And Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, I just watched a girl who's 50 do this and she was talking about it. And I'm like, it's never too late. We're, you know, 50, you still have 15 years technically if you're going to be working until you're 65. Um, So I love that you brought that up. Yeah. I mean, there's a, I just, it was like a viral post that went couple weeks ago it was a woman who was uh had just finished med school at 42 and has nine kids wow and i'm like amazing yeah this that's just amazing that just having nine kids is amazing like can you imagine (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't want to i I have twins i'm good right now we're good yes wait tell us so okay you you had your real estate business Mm -hmm. established and then you had twins yes what did that look like um totally different because now the twins are my priority mm-hmm. and um, I were our family is very lucky to be in a situation where I can step away from work and we're okay financially mm-hmm. so my husband is you know the one that's bringing in 
the bacon or whatever you want to call <laughs> it. And um, I'm at home with the kids right now. Mm-hmm. Did I start looking for a nanny? Absolutely, mm-hmm. because I'm done yeah. being a mom full time. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, that never goes away, right? There's mm-hmm. always going to be like, your nanny is going to constantly be texting you. Um, you're still a mom full time. You're still a mom full time. You're just able to. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to step away more than just a couple hours a week, which is where I'm at right now. Like, I we drop the kids off on Mondays, usually to um, my in-laws house, and they get time with their grandparents. and. I get a day to do anything around the house, like laundry, cleaning, taking a nap, and anything I need to do for my business as, as well. So, like any, usually it's marketing things right now, mm-hmm. and uh, anything that's like staying on top of market trends is what I am just focused on and yeah. touching base with my sphere. Yeah. Was that hard to basically like push pause on your business? I think that there's probably so many women out there that are like, that would be really hard for them. It was. I, my kids were in the NICU. Um, we, I, so I had an emergency C-section November 18th, and I was already talking to a client before that about listing their home, and I wasn't supposed to go mm-hmm. have my kids, and mm-hmm. I had my kids, and then um, I was in the hospital for five days. I came home. My babies were still in the NICU, mm-hmm. and... They were like, hey, we're ready to list our home, like, today. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So I just had to, like, yeah. put on an outfit. I threw on, like, I don't even know, like, a maternity outfit because I was, I was, I mean, I'm still, like, bloated and yeah. swollen and everything. Um, went to go list their home, and I actually tagged in another agent that I know. Lor- yeah. I think we were mutual friends, Lorena. Uh-huh. And I tagged her in. I'm like, hey, you're going to need to do a lot of this. I not going to be able to do mm-hmm. much except help you list it yeah I think that's so important and it's something that I'm always shocked I still see is there's so many agents that are doing it by themselves and don't have those people to call yeah. and it's like that's such an essential part of your business because there's so many different seasons where when you need to tap out you need to have those people to call in yeah because you don't want to miss out on the listing it's still a great lead for somebody yeah. and you should still be able to get paid on that so I think that's so like important to note is you should definitely have those people you can call yeah even if Absolutely. you don't want to so many people will be like I don't want to give a portion away of you know this commission but at the same time like that's not where your time was best spent exactly. right then yeah it's it's the time spent and mm-hmm. so I think what I've learned is Sometimes you gotta put the hustle aside mm-hmm. and focus on what's important. And for me, right now, it's my family. Yeah. Um, and what when I was in the hustle, I would go from like nine a.m. all the way till two a.m. Sometimes at mm-hmm. my desk or like out showings. And I think there was a day I did like twenty five showings in a, oh in a and it was a summer day. Yeah, no. in Arizona. And mm-hmm. so I sure would I love to go back to doing long days like that of working yeah no. because that's like in my <laughs> DNA though right like it's my DNA yeah, to you like, like do to it. work yeah but I mean I'm probably never gonna do that again because my kids will always have a portion of my day now you're still doing it but now yeah. you I mean that's the thing like it sometimes I'm like okay I get up at 5 a.m and I'm you know not even relaxing until nine at night and it's because we have these businesses we're running we have mm-hmm drop-off, pick-up, yeah. um, all the things in between, sports. And so it, it's yeah. just definitely, it's, you're still hustling, 1,000%. <laughs> you're just, like, hustling in different areas. Yes, yeah. Yeah, there's so yeah. many moving parts. It's insane. 
insane. Yeah. yeah. So what advice would you give to somebody who has a business that has babies and is struggling with letting go of that control? Um, control on their business or control of the kids? Control of their business. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Oh, and just, then we'll, well, the, the question will flop for what you're doing right now, now that they're eight months old. Yeah. So as, as far as uh, control of the business, um, pull and help. So if you're, I mean, we're a real estate moms podcast, you need to pull in another person, like either, um, is, is your spouse an agent? Pull them in, right? Mm -hmm. If, if not, have them get their license maybe so that they can help you out. If you don't want to risk that commission loss, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a great plan of like, Hey, one of you is going to be with the kids and family and one of you is going to go out and do this. Um, and if that's not an option, your, your spouse, my husband doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Be a real estate agent. Right. Uh-huh. And, and that's not an option for me. So pull in somebody from your brokerage mm-hmm. or a friend, um, that can help you out with anything as far as like listings or buyers go, Yeah, because you're not going to have the time to go show on a, on like instant notices and stuff too with buyers. Yeah. So, so what about now that the twins are eight months old and you're ready to find that nanny and get back to work? Like, I know that's so hard for so many, all of us suffer from mom guilt, but there yes. comes to a point where it's like you're, if you feel like you do, where you're like, I don't want to be full, home full time anymore. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better to step out because then when we are home, we're so much better with our kids. Yes. So if somebody's struggling with like, they feel that guilt, if I do get a nanny, that makes me not a good mom is what people will feel. And that's not true. So how did you get over that? I think... So the nanny's just there to help you with watching them, right? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to stop being their mom. Yeah. You're always going to be their mom. And, you know, there's going to be the times of the day where you're still going to be with them. They're not going to be there 24 hours, right? You still get your snuggles in. You're still going to be able to, like, get in a couple feedings and diaper changes. Um, and you just have to prioritize that, you know, your family is still going to take precedence, even if you're going to step out during the day to, to get finally get work done. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's great advice. Yeah. So I want to ask you a question. When you've built your business, what has been your like main lead source? I used to do open houses and love them. Okay. What's yeah. your, give us your tips. Lots of signs. Mm-hmm. And I would go out with that long drill bit and put all those signs oh, yeah. on the ground myself. Mm-hmm. Recently, in the recent years, I started outsourcing it to uh, like open house helping companies because I'm like, you know, there's better, um, you know, there's better, uh, what's the word? Use of my time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just the little things like that. I would love it. Mm-hmm. Um, putting out the social media, con- like posts about open houses and door knocking and all that. So I used to do a lot of open houses. Um, social media was also a focal point for me. Mm-hmm. Um, have I not been posting regularly? Absolutely. Because I just don't have the mental capacity right now to do it. Yeah. Um, but I used to post very regularly about my business mm-hmm. a lot and, um, that's definitely taken, taken a hit right now. Yeah. So your routine changed. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I definitely want to use, I have a good following on social media, so I want to use that to, um, help other people out in, in terms of motherhood and yeah. real estate, mm-hmm. or if you're just a mom and having to juggle a career and entrepreneur or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then like the infertility and being an entrepreneur also is like something that I want to use that like following to, I guess, bring light to what's going on with a lot of women. Yeah. So tell us what is going on. 
Um, the statistic used to be one in eight women are, you know, going through, or one in eight couples go mm-hmm. through infertility challenges. Mm-hmm. And now it's one in six. Mm-hmm. And it says something when Elon Musk kind of brings it up too, mm-hmm. right? So um, it's it's definitely challenging and not a lot of people talk about it or bring it up. And yeah. it it's it's hurtful. So what helped me the most is actually talking about it. Yeah. And talking about it with um, people that I knew were going through similar situations. Um, and I connected with random people because of that. Like people have messaged me and they're like, hey, you posted this and this on Instagram. I'm just curious, like, you know, about how you did this or yeah. how you managed it. And they're, they were like on that outside of my circle, right? Mm-hmm. Like people I barely had met or knew. Yeah. And like now we're like really good friends. I love that. So. Well, and it is, it's, I think that sometimes people, especially like, you know, like my mom's generation or um, certain people make you feel bad about like opening up about that stuff. Like right. we talk a lot on the um, podcast about having postpartum depression mm-hmm. because the more you talk about it, it it's therapy for you. And then it is like, you'll, you'll notice so many other people are going through that yeah. and for them to be able to have an outlet and feel comfortable and safe to talk to you about it is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah. And it's scary because you don't want to put your business out there. Right. Um, and you want some some privacy but at the same time it's it's i've found that it's more helpful Mm -hmm. to other people yeah and to myself so i'm i'm just going to continue uh doing that and i don't post a ton about it but if i see something that somebody else has posted i'll share it and um there's constantly conversations about it going on in my direct messages so yeah yeah All right. I love this. You've been so great today. And I want to end with a question on, is there anyone that like you really look up to that, you know, I always love the, um, I love the saying of when you're always like have one arm reaching forward and one arm reaching back. Like you're always trying to like look up to somebody and you're also always trying to mentor somebody. So who is the person that you look up to? Oh gosh. Um, they don't have to be a celebrity. They can be whoever you want it to be. (laughs) I would say, honestly right now it's like my husband's like my role model and it's crazy because he is able to juggle so much yeah um and I look at him and I'm like wow like his time management skills are phenomenal yeah because he's a very present dad yeah so I that's what I aim to do is like once we get that that nanny person in I aim to be like him as far as like time management goes and like Mm -hmm. getting all of his work done and supporting our family at the same time so, I love know, that. I want to hear how he does it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I hear from everybody yeah. about time management, and I feel like people actually ask me a lot, and I'm pretty like good at it. But yeah. you can always be better. And I feel like uh, right now, and I know it's because it's summer, and my kids are bored out of their. We're at the end of summer, so everyone's like bored out of their mind, and I feel like my normal routine needs to get back because my time you're ready you're ready for them to go back to school oh my gosh it's just such a shit show every day Uh. (laughs) right now I'll like wake up and I'll you know it's like five in the morning and I'm like I don't even know where they're going and I have to be somewhere by eight like that is literally where I'm at because I forgot the day before and yeah it's all over the place but we manage and I know you're big on this I think that this is one more good point I want to bring up before we hop off is you have a good community that helps you like you have in-laws right yes yeah. And it, like whether it's like family or friends, like 
people will help you. It's mm-hmm. so hard for us as women to ask, but they want you to ask because they also need those people. Yeah. And so to be there for each other is so important. Yeah. You, I think um, you have to, uh, I, I'm kind of stubborn about it. I was stubborn about accepting help. Mm-hmm. Um, but once one of the biggest pieces of advice that people were posting in like the twin support groups is accept the help and take yeah. it. And you know, it's, it's, it's easy to say like, oh no, I want things done this way and I'm going to be the best mom and do it myself. Mm-hmm. And, sh- and you could do it. Yeah. But, um, to take the help, you, you need it yeah. for yourself, for your own mental, you know, sanity. Yeah. I'd say. When they say it takes a tribe, it a hundred percent does. Yeah. So get yourself a tribe. Yeah. You don't have one. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on yeah. today. It was, uh, very easy to do this. Yes. So um, thank you for my first real podcast experience. Heck yeah. yeah. All right, we'll see you guys later. Yes. Hi, it's Barbara with Your Tax Coach, and we love helping entrepreneurs save money on their taxes. Here's a quick tax tip. If you're a W-2 employee, it's probably better to have an Airbnb investment property than a long-term rental because Airbnbs qualify as active income And if you have losses, you can take your active losses against your W-2 income, and it can actually help lower your taxes. For more info, follow us on Instagram at yourtaxcoach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com.